0: Chapter 29 Morning was swiftly approaching. Sorel and Lorne's forces managed to hold the walls. They had many wounded and many had fallen, but the massive gates still held. It seemed to him that hours had passed since Lorne had streaked into the sky after the Black Demon. Sorel feared for Umber, but he dared not leave his post to go to them. He had no choice but to trust that Lorne would prevail against the other winged demon who threatened everything they all held dear. He felt a moment of doubt as he remembered Lorne's words. I told you once, I would sacrifice every life in this castle to keep her safe. If the battle goes against us, I will take her and fly from here. Sorrel could do nothing but remain steadfast. Stealing his resolve... He had no choice but to turn back to the fight. The battle raged into the night, and dawn was slowly clawing its way up the mountain peaks. The sky began to lighten. Sorrel frequently looked toward the tower where his pregnant wife was. Then he saw a white and black form flying toward him. As it grew closer, he realized it was Lorne and the black demon flying together. The sight unnerved him and he had no idea what was happening. He watched as Lorne flew overhead, clutching the black demon. Lorne seemed to glow with a white light due to the speed at which he flew. It was like nothing he had ever seen as his eyes turned toward the heavens. Sorel's mouth fell open, and he lunged toward the wall to watch the direction his lord was flying toward. It seemed as if the battle stopped then. Even the incessant battering of the gate stopped, and all eyes, human and demon, looked skyward to watch Lorne flying above. He flew over the battleground and roared with an inhuman sound. As the black sorcerer heard this he rode forward and watched as Lorne flew over him. He held his ground and could see that Lorne held his winged black demon in his grasp. Lorne hovered in the air over the battle his wings beating strong. He yelled, Land low! And with a mighty heave, he ripped one of the demon's black wings from his back and threw it to the ground. The demon roared in pain. Lorne quivered with its stolen energy and ripped the other wing off, throwing it down. He lifted what was left over his head and hurtled it to the ground to land broken at the black sorcerer's feet. Lanlow cursed and raised his arms, calling to black magic, but before he could mutter the words, Lorne flattened his wings to his body and streaked toward him in a perilous dive. Lanlow screamed for help from his demons and men. Lorne caught him and grabbed his balding head in a grip that could not be broken, no matter how Lanlow clawed and kicked. Lorne lifted him into the air and streaked high into the sky. Some of the black demons grabbed the nearest human and vanished into the ground back to the underworld. Sorel and his men cheered, for the victory won. As Lorne gained altitude, Lanlow screamed and screamed more and even more. But before Lorne let go, he screamed out, Your mother! Your mother! The truth about your mother! Lorne ached to see Lanlow's body plunge toward the rocky ground his black robes flapping like crippled wings and his head splattering like a soft melon. But instead, he flew toward a high mountain cliff and, landing, dropped the man to the ground. Your mother! Lanlow gasped, trying to catch his breath, and one hand reaching out imploring and holding Lorne off his violence in one gesture. The other hand clutched his chest and he screamed, I will tell you the truth about your mother if you spare me! Intrigued, Lorne crossed his hands over his chest and stared at the pitiful man. Speak. Lanlo coughed and stalled for time, crawling a few feet away. Then he gasped. Your mother was not a demon. She was a creature from the heavens, pure and as good as the sun. Your father captured her and imprisoned her. It was through her power he enslaved the demon hordes that followed him. Lorne considered him thoughtfully. "'You lie,' he said calmly. "'My mother was a demon. "'My father told me, and you've told me all my life she was an evil demon. "'I have demon wings. "'I am like no man.' "'No! "'We told you that so that you would take after your father and not her. "'But she was white-winged like you. "'Her skin was as white and pure as the fallen snow.' and her hair silvery like the clouds. She was the most beautiful creature ever seen by the eyes of men. She was one of the last from an ancient race, from the heavens. You are just like her, and not of demon kind. A vision of the beautiful woman with white hair and soft violet eyes from Lorne's dreams flashed in his memory, and he knew Lanlow was finally telling the truth. What does this mean to me now? Lorne spoke in a voice that was quiet and unimpressed. Why is this revelation enough incentive for me to spare your life after you endangered my wife and son? Lanlo rose to his feet and dusted off his robes. Though blood ran down his face from his damaged head where Lorne had gripped him, he schooled his features and looked like a man facing his last chance at salvation. The demons follow you because your kind is from the heavens, more powerful than they, and they must obey. They will follow you as they always have, and do your bidding. You are stronger than they. I can help you, he was pleading now. Together we can still conquer Vet, just as you always wanted, just as you worked for your whole life with your father. Let me serve you. We will make Jor great again, and you will be high king over all. Lorne paused, considering. My mother was from an ancient race from the heavens, you say? Yes. A light of hope shined in Lanlo's eyes. You are from the heavens. Not of demon kind, but of their kind. Loved by an all-powerful being called the Creator. He pointed one bony finger to the sky. Let me help you. We can give your wife and son a new kingdom to rule. It will be how you've always wanted. At the mention of Lily and his son, Lorne grew still. A slight smile crossed Lanlow's lips, and eyes glinted with victory, sure his speech had brought the change in Lorne he had hoped for. Lorne looked long and hard at Lanlow. And then he spoke in a strong, clear voice. I have everything I ever wanted. I do not want what you offer. I never have, and you will always be a threat to my family. Realizing he had lost, Lanlow flew at Lorne. Tearing a hidden dagger from his sleeve, he plunged it toward Lorne's chest. Lorne easily knocked the dagger aside as if it were nothing. Then he grasped Lanlow by the throat and leaped into the sky. He flew until the air was very thin, freezing with ice crystals, and Lanlo gasped for air. Then he let him go. Lorne hovered and watched as the black sorcerer fell, his robes flapping like broken wings, his screams echoing. Lorne's wings beat strongly and caught an upper current. He momentarily hung still in the sky, and watched as the black sorcerer disappeared into the clouds below him. Then Lorne flew back to the tower where Lily waited. Sorel and the men had been watching the skies and saw a dark speck appear against the morning clouds as the black sorcerer suddenly appeared falling out of the clouds and crashed down to lay broken on the ground. Another cheer went up from everyone on the walls. Any of the demons that were left had also watched. They quickly gave up their fight and vanished back into the swiftly dissipating purple mist. As the last one disappeared, he grabbed the black sorcerer's body and vanished into the underworld. As the last of the demons disappeared and the rabble of men fled, Sorel did not wait any longer. He bolted down from the castle walls, taking the stairs two at a time, leaped to the back of the nearest horse and charged toward the main castle. Reaching the castle stairs, he leaped from the horse and ran through the corridors, taking the stairs two at a time. He burst into the high tower room and saw the dead and wounded guards. Then Umber flew into Sorel's arms, and she clung to him, crying with happiness and flooding his face with kisses. Lily held Vanya, calmly rocking him, speaking softly and soothing his cries. Realizing gentle bouncing wasn't enough, she dropped to the high-backed chair, pulled her dress aside, and held the baby to her breast. Immediately consoled, the baby suckled noisily. Lorne flew in the window and quickly went to their side. He knelt beside Lily and his son, leaning his forehead against hers. He closed his eyes and sighed with great relief. Peace and love filled his heart. The next few days were filled with victory celebrations. The remnants of Lanlo's army disappeared into the Black Forest and were never seen again. Lorne and the rest of the men worked to repair the damage to the gates and bury the dead. Lily's body coursed with the remains of the stolen demon energy, and she worked non stop healing wounded soldiers. Lorne did not know if further repercussions would follow from what Coulon had started and what Lanlo tried to finish but he chose to believe that it was over. Soon their life fell back into the blissful serenity of the heaven they built together.